Round six predictions brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul Guy behind Driving Mall, your best place for rugby predictions and opinion. And it's cold again, which I'm winding downstairs in the dark. Uh, I do need to improve my lighting. I'm sorry, I did change the bulb, but it's not bright enough. So, hey, I'll have to go shopping. Joining me this evening uh, for this live chat, and let's be honest, we haven't done a live chat about rugby MLR predictions before, so yes, all a bit of fun and games. And joining me is Raymond. How are you doing, sir? Hey, Paul, thanks for having me on. I'm doing well. I'm here in the Pacific Northwest, the United States. It's a uh, it's a new home for a good rugby team, the Seattle Seawolves. And man, I'm just pumped about this season and so grateful to be on. Thanks for having me. And you're in just a uh, short sleeve shirt. So obviously nice and warm with you, <laughs> not unlike over yeah. here where it's freezing. Here, I've got, uh, I've got my jersey on. It's a new hometown jersey for the Seattle Seawolves. I just got it last weekend. Um, their jerseys are pretty cool. They actually did a uh, 25 grand merchandise weekend just one day. Crazy. Wow. That's a yeah. lot of jerseys. Now, if I could only... Um, <laughs> do the same uh, same on my channel yeah yeah you have $25,000 with, 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 with a driving mall t-shirts be great anyway so yeah. let's kick off um, just over halfway through the season and uh, we have uh, let's just run through the table uh, the standings at the moment so sure. top of the standings Seattle Seawolves your team Woo, fantastic yes huh? Yep, that's my team up there. Um, so, yeah, they're number one in the standings. Um, and I've got the standings in front of me. Number two is Glendale Raptors. So they actually have a bye week, and the standings are somewhat accurate. Um, they are going to be playing this coming weekend um, an away match against the team that we just played. So they're going to be playing New Orleans. Um, and I think – once this game happens, you'll have a better idea of where Seattle and Glendale really sit with each other. Uh, I think you're perhaps being a, um, uh, a, a little bit hometownish there. That's what uh, the, the Glendale Raptors haven't lost a game all season. Uh, they're only, yeah. they're only uh, I think it's, a, what, it's one point behind you. I've not got the actual table in front of me. Uh, whereas, yeah. uh, and um, they do have a game in hand. So if they win this, they go back, back to um, top of the table. So, exactly. Um, so yeah, so yeah, they're at 19 points right now, and Seattle's at 21. So two point two difference, points. and they are the only undefeated team. They are the only undefeated team, and they they are. They, and even before the season started, we knew they were going to be the team to beat this season. Totally, um, yeah. So the, so, Eagles talent, yeah. So we've definitely got that. That's uh, that, those those top two, um, and then really uh, after that, it's kind of a bit of a battle for the next two playoff places. I think it's it's pretty clear those two are going to be making. Um, the playoffs and then it gets kind of very tight we've got utah warriors um uh, sat in third place who have let's suppose one of those teams we coming into the season lots of talent uh but a but a brand lots new a, a brand new side that hadn't played together not meshing to, we didn't uh, they, they they weren't going to be a, a, a the a um wouldn't, wouldn't have all their combinations uh, set uh, and so it's been interesting sure. to watch watch them grow yeah, Kurt Morath has been really impressive at fly half for them, um, and Paul Lasique at inside center. So he's somebody that's played the highest level of American football. He's going to be one of the first guys to go back to um, Soldier Field in Chicago, not just for NFL, but for Team USA Rugby, which is pretty cool. A um, lot of talent on that team. I think fitness has been a question there, um, but we will definitely see – um, you know, a good look at them this weekend against Austin Elite Rugby, who recently blew out San Diego Legion, which was pretty impressive. Uh, then we have the two teams on 12 points. So Austin Elite in fourth and Nola Gold uh, in fifth. So just two points behind Utah. Uh, so, yeah, as, as you say, 
uh, um, San Diego Legion on 11 points. Those four teams really all battling out for that, for that third and fourth place uh, heading towards finals time. Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, you look at the games this weekend, right? So San Diego has oh, we'll get, we'll get a, on to, We'll get on to this weekend later, but that's just the... Sure, the, okay. <laughs> the yeah, the standings, thing. I mean, you know, tied between Austin and NOLA right now for that fourth place spot. I think the three and four, those are the big questions. Um, Seattle and Glendale. Glendale's sat pretty comfortably at number one for the entire season. Seattle's been hanging on and I think really proved themselves to be the number two team right now in USMLR just from recent performance performances like the first blowout really um in mlr besides that san diego game i think utah warriors are going to take that third spot i've been talking a lot about it with just friends of mine just trying to figure out what's going on but it's that number i think it's that number four spot that's going to be really interesting to see where it goes um, by the end of the season for sure the standings are just it's interesting you know this point system um it's kind of reflecting what we've done with major league soccer and so i think that um you know with the bye weeks you just have to keep an eye on what's going to happen with teams when they do get their opportunity to play yeah absolutely and houston sabercats then sit down in seventh place uh on nine points just one win out that one win this season and i think we can fairly safely say they're they're probably the only team that's now out of it as far as the finals go yeah so um you know mathematically the most points i think that you can get in a game is five and so we're in week seven and there's only 10 weeks right in the in the main season so i think they're out but you know houston is a team that did a really good job like doing preseason matches so they had the largest preseason um i think they put a lot of work in to prepare and have been a bit disappointed with some of their second half performances they've also done i would say the best job with social media marketing um they have just been on that since day one spreading the sport in houston which i don't think was just going to happen organically say in seattle where there's just a lot of sports fans that are like sure i'll go to a rugby game <laughs> <laughs> well yes so that space at the table say top two four fighting it out for those three fourth place with perhaps with utah obviously sitting, sitting top of those like that group uh, they've all won two games lost three um, and then houston sabercats was just that one win at the bottom so let's kick off sure. into uh, this weekend's games uh, and the first sure. weekend, uh, first first weekend? No, the first game of the weekend. Um, <laughs> Friday. <laughs> is, uh, is Friday is the first weekend. Friday is the first weekend, yes. Early weekend. It's, um, so uh, uh, the, uh, it's, it's fourth versus third, so Austin Elite versus Utah. Uh, sorry, using the international uh, naming convention that's where, the, where the, first, the home team is said first. Which is perhaps kind of, first, kind of yeah. confused of the American listeners. Um, yeah, we say Utah. We would say like Utah Warriors at Austin Elite Rugby, but I'm fine either way. The, <laughs> and I've been confused because that's what they have on the Major League website, and then on Major. But sure. then when Major League uh, Twitter is tweeting it out, they tweet it out in Austin versus versus Utah, and you're like, okay, guys, which way round are you going to do it? I don't care which right. way, it is, but just keep it consistent. Um, yeah, and they try and do a hashtag with sort of like the, you know, AER versus UWR and which team comes first. So I've seen that for sure. <laughs> yeah, so that's that, that's how it's going to be. Um, obviously, uh, as we just said, both these sides, uh, two wins, three losses. Uh, Austin coming off the back of the win over San Diego Legion. Um, and uh, when these sides met earlier in the season, uh, they beat them by 19 points um, at, obviously, at Utah. So... Right. Uh, What's uh, how do how so, or how do you see this one going? Um, you know, I am feeling optimistic right now about Austin Elite Rugby. Um, I think oh, before this sorry, last, sorry, they lost to Utah um, away. Sorry, get myself. Yeah, so that game, 
that game was um, May 11th, which would have been like um, maybe round four. Um, the final score on that I had was 22 to 41. So, you know, Utah won by a significant margin against them um, when it was home for Utah. I don't know what the home field advantage has been like for these teams. Obviously, it's been great um, in Seattle, which I could talk about forever. Um, but, you know, Austin Elite was basically last in the standings. And then they came out and they rolled over San Diego Legion 31 to 5. Um, they have Todd Clever, um, Team USA captain, coming in on the bench in their games, which is kind of cool. Um, we thought he was retiring from uh, USA Rugby, but then he came out in Major League. Um, I think you look at, and I might not be up to snuff on injuries, but I'm pretty sure Hanko Hermeshice, so I believe he's a South African player for Austin Elite. He's got to be one of the top loose forwards, wing forwards, whatever we want to call him here, flankers. Um, his ability, he's so physical, but, you know, Utah Warriors are a really big team. Um, the, again, the only thing well, I've just, seen... Just to go back on Hanko, Hanko's, I'm, I'm pretty sure, is uh, USA eligible. Yeah, so... so he's not, um, not a South African... Well, if he's South African, he's been in, in USA for long enough to... To, to be... To, um, right, he's yeah. been playing for Team USA. Well, the thing is that we're in selection season, so I was talking with one of the Seattle players recently who's out at you know, camp now. So he was able to make our game this last weekend. And so, um, you know, those players might not be there. Um, and then Paul Asike won't be there either. Right. So the big inside center for Utah, um, I've got this at a pretty close game. Um, I'd kind of have to talk through the numbers, but, um, I think that, man, it's tough because Austin came through and with that big win over San Diego, it's just tough to say. Um, so again, their, their last meetup, which was in Utah, Utah beat Austin 41 to 22. Um, I think that we could expect to see um, another high scoring game just with the way that their defense has been working out this season. Um, I'm going to put um, Utah at 25 and Austin at 20. So I don't know if that's a normal rugby score, but I've got I've got Utah by five on this. You got Utah by five. So just to uh, just to, to uh, Austin so far the record this season, they played two at home, won two at home, played three away, yeah. lost three away. So uh, we were home's about, working out for them. <laughs> so home's, home, home is definitely working out for them. Uh, I think that's very important to consider. Um, whereas, and, whereas Utah, on the other hand, have uh, been a, a one from two at home and one from three away. So. Uh, yeah, and one of the things I've been touching, I mean, you, you know, Tony uh, Ridnold, um as well. But one of the things of I've been talking with him are, uh, on the post-game analysis is the uh, particular. It's particularly about the, the, the Texas teams is the temperature and the humidity down there. Uh, yeah, that, that for the it's really for the, for the East Coast teams traveling there, how much right. is that going to impact them, especially in that second half around fitness levels? Sure. And fitness levels well, is one of the things you, you, you kind of mentioned earlier about Utah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, fitness going into that kind of environment. I mean, you know, Utah is high altitude. It's pretty dry. It can definitely get warm, but it's not going to be like the kind of humidity and whatever that you're going to get in like Texas or New Orleans. Um, so recently you guys had um, Grant Cole. Was that uh, the rugby evangelist? Yep. So Grant Cole, the rugby evangelist has been on and he will also be on this weekend. Uh, for okay. 
the Houston Sabercats versus uh, Seattle Seawolves. So, oh, sorry, so I, just so people know, um, do, I'll be doing live post-match analysis after all three games this weekend. Right on. Well, I definitely look forward to that. So in a recent one, um, which I believe was breaking down, I think it was Houston, um, it was the Sabercats versus... Um, versus Utah Warriors because um, Grant did the commentary on that. He did the color literally on the live game. Um, you know, his opinion on that was kind of like, oh, I think these guys are used to this heat. So, you know, for for Austin, um, I definitely think that that's all home field advantage for them. But um, with Utah Warriors, that's going to be tougher. I've still just been really impressed by Utah. Um, I don't think you can count them out. And I think while Austin had that great weekend performance against San Diego, we still want to see, I still want to see more consistency from them before I go in on them winning a game. Yeah, no, obviously I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I'm back in the Utah by, by three on this one. Uh, But, uh, but Hey, I had to uh, at least play devil's advocate around the, around these sort of things because, but yeah, yeah. Utah, as we said, lots of talent, lots of individual talent, but they, they're coming together. It's the last weekend before we hit the internationals. So they should all just, they should all, they should have all their players available, um, and then next weekend uh, is, is when the, the international window should really kind of hit, um, unless yeah. there's been some special deals with USA Rugby. Uh, so, I'm, right. so and I've not seen any uh, announcements yet about uh, about availability of players. So I'm assuming okay. all, all the teams are up to uh, are up to are, are going to be full strength. So um, assuming sorry. like Hermeshais and Lasique and whatnot are going to be there. That's my assumption. Yes, I could be wrong. Okay, but that's, that's how, I'm, well, how I'm working. I would love to see them play, man. I mean, Lasique and Hermeshais are actually like pretty similar size, and one's in the the back line and one's a loose forward. So it's going to be a physical clash, I think. Oh, it's uh, yeah, but not not necessarily between those two. It's going to be a physical clash, definitely. Uh, right. the, but in um, midfield, but uh, in, in midfield. So okay, we're both going for the away team there on the on the first one. Then on Saturday, we have uh, the Houston Sabercats versus the uh, Seattle Seawolves. Um, so, again, another trip down into Texas, another hot, humid place. Can, can the, uh, the, 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 the whales be – how are they going to cope out of water? The whales. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, obviously, Seattle is a team I can talk about for a long time, but – I want to kind of keep it simple here so I don't rant too much about them. Basically, um, you know, Seattle has had one away match, um, and that was against New Orleans. Even though they beat New Orleans pretty handedly just this last weekend at home, um, it was a very close game when they were away against New Orleans. It was 31-29. And I, I bring that up because the conditions in New Orleans, right, are the kind of you know, hotness and humidity that you're going to see this weekend when they go down to Houston. Um, I haven't been paying a ton of attention to Houston and really what to expect from them. Um, and frankly, my recap will be on, or excuse me, my preview will be on Friday. So that's when I'll really have done my homework. But, um, you know, Houston, what I've seen and heard in online forums from fans is that a kind of second half has been a big challenge for them. Um, really finishing out games. Um, and I think that's an area where you see Seattle excelling. Um, so against New Orleans just the other day, you know, it was close at the half, which was kind of crazy. Um, nobody saw that coming. And then, boom, Seattle went up big time. Um, I think that 
um, the back. So it's, I believe it's Joshua Vithi, um, who plays for Houston Sabercats. And that guy is a physical specimen. Um, his athletic ability, I believe he's playing on the wing or in the back three. Um, you know, you see Seattle has a really good forward pack and their ability to scrum down with other teams is great, but it didn't go so well for them when they were playing Nola in the heat. Um, but you know, when we get down to brass tacks here and I try and put a number on it, um, it's challenging, right? Because, you know, my heart's so close to well, Seattle. Be- before, um, before you get there, let's just, uh, let, let, me, sure. let me, let me, let me throw some stats at you then. So Please do. Yeah. Houston Sabercats have only won, have only won one of their games. It was a home game and that was against Austin elite, um, by 12 points, but all their, uh, all their losses. So they lost to New Orleans goal by nine. They lost to San Diego Legion by three. They lost to New Orleans Nola then in the return match by four. They lost to Utah by seven. So it's uh, the last three losses have all been within one score. So it's right. not they've they've not been blown. So whilst they may be bottom of the table, they may not have uh, they, may, they may not have the point the wins on 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 the scoreboard. They, yeah. they, they they've not been blown away. They have been close games. Um, so it's a matter of yeah. But that losing losing becomes a habit, unfortunately, just like winning does. <laughs> it does. Um, you know, again, Austin right now tied for that fourth place seed um houston beat them at home 50 to 38 right like you were saying so um you know home isn't a bad place for houston to be playing but i think it would be a pretty big win for them to pull away against seattle seattle's proved to be a pretty tough team to play against um obviously their record away is um better than houston's right now but they haven't had that many away games so this is still kind of new territory for them um i think it's going to be interesting too to see if we have reichert hating back at number eight um he's kind of the captain of our team and we've only seen 10 minutes in the home opener of him against san diego and then we had the full game against Utah, but then he wasn't back against New Orleans. Um, I think he's really a fixture in both our offense and defense. Um, we have Suniola back um, at inside center, and he's actually more of a halfback in terms of his international caps and experience playing um, sevens, fifteens. So he's interesting as a sort of multi-purpose, multi-dimensional attacking threat at twelve. Right? I mean, you basically have first and second receiver it's actually like two first receivers running around um and that's always interesting um i'm looking forward to the match this weekend against houston um but it's kind of a question mark for me right this is the beginning of many away games for seattle and i think it was really a nail biter against new orleans um 70 minutes we had Khalifi in there scrumming against new orleans in the heat he could do 70 minutes propping in that kind of heat it was like 80 90 degrees out i mean that's really impressive um but i i don't know what are your thoughts about scoreline this weekend how about do you want to take a stab at that first so yeah so i'm going to seattle by five uh i think seattle are okay. clearly clearly the second best team in the league uh they've only lost that one game away to uh, sorry at home uh to the glendale raptors who as we say right. are the uh the benchmark in this league uh, so yeah, they've sure. I've, I've uh, yeah gone settle by five. Uh, I think they're going to uh, say Houston SaberCats. Sure, uh, I, I, they are bottom of the league and they're bottom they're bottom for a reason. Uh, sure. Whilst they um, so yes, I do think they've you say as you say big big preseason, but it, it hasn't uh, unfortunately hasn't turned into hasn't a panned out. Uh, out for in the actual real season. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I think Seattle by five is definitely a good prediction. Um, I would say that I could see at the half um, the score being Seattle by five because I think Houston um, at the beginning of the game can come out strong. But I think Seattle is going to pull ahead more um, through the second half, even in the heat, um, because they still were able to pull out that win, even though it was close. I'm, I'm not going to have Seattle by a lot more than just five. I think I'm going to put it at around 10. Um, there's been times that I've underestimated their ability like this last weekend. So I'm just going to add a little number onto that to cushion that and say something different than you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Um, and then we're going to hit onto the uh, the last game of the round on uh, on Sunday. New Orleans Gold or NOLA, as they're better known, uh, hosting Glendale Raptors. Uh, and yeah, I think we've talked a lot about this already. But yeah, Glendale Raptors, the undefeated, undefeated, <laughs> four from four. Uh, so uh, New Orleans have got those uh, two wins and three losses, just like most of the teams in the league. <laughs> um, right. And I was going to quickly bring up. The uh, the ones they've won, so they've won one at home, one out of their two home games, and one one out of their three away wins. Uh, they've beaten Houston SaberCats um, twice, who are bottom of the league, and that's the and they've lost out to the Austin Elite SeaWolves uh, and SeaWolves twice. So uh, yeah, when, right. when both your wins have come across bottom of the league and you're hosting top of the league, uh, that's not uh, that's it doesn't uh, fill you with lots of confidence. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is going to be a really challenging matchup for New Orleans, basically like any team that would be lining up across from Glendale Raptors. Um, you look on social media and Glendale Raptors have their own hashtag and it's hashtag unstoppable. Um, and <laughs> they, you know, that that's bold to come out and say that, but they knew that they're going to be good. Right. And they're, they are a really solid team. Um, I'm forgetting the name of their coach, but he has a great attitude and I think really brings, um, a lot to those players. So, um, it's, it's less a question for me of is Glendale going to be able to come out strong. Um, I've heard some stuff floating around in the online rugby forums and stuff that the, the wheel is getting squeaky over at Glendale, but I don't, I just don't really believe it. You know, I think that sure when you're on top of your game, you still want to ask, how do you improve? But they're on top of their game. They haven't lost one. Um, I think it's more interesting to break down for this game. You know, what are we expecting from new Orleans? So like you said, just moving through their past games. So, um, they opened with a win against Houston Sabercats. Um, then they were beat by Austin elite rugby on Austin's turf. Um, they almost got the win when they hosted Seattle Seawolves. Um, you know, they just, um, they had beat Houston Sabercats again. Um, they, all, they, they scared us at the half last weekend, um, you know, against Seattle, we thought, Oh man, they are in this. And then we pulled ahead, but, um, I don't know. It's a tough matchup, Paul. <laughs> it's Glendale. Pulled, pulled you look, they lost by 29 points in the end. That was a, yeah, so it was right, a Right, yeah, big, no, yeah. I mean, Seattle pulled ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no, exactly. I mean, it was, yeah, it was the second half blowouts, let's be honest. The, yeah. Um, anyway, I, I, I was just going to say, is, it, is, it is a matter of, yeah, it is a matter of how many, how many for Glendale, really, rather than if they'll win, I think. Yeah, and, um, you know, something. I think one of the best fly halves in the league um, is with Glendale. His name's Will McGee. Um, 
he's a guy that you know i've looked up to as a you know bottom of the tier club level uh, fly half and um you know his ability everything from putting the ball to toe um being a threat at 10 right not just looking for the pass and making sure it's there you know he'll have a go and see if he can turn a guy's hips um i (laughs) man i don't know i mean seattle right is number two and nola just lost to them by how many points almost 30 that was a way right it was a way and it was a closer game against seattle when they hosted seattle at home um, but, you know, I don't think Glendale has shown any inability to play teams away, right? I mean, they played, um, when they played Seattle, that final scoreline winning by five, right, against one of the toughest defenses, the seawall, so to speak, that can stand up a team for 30, 32 phases. Um, but we also got to remember boy, that they, their away games have been in Seattle and Utah. They've not been down that, to the hot, sticky south yet. Um, right. So down to Louisiana. So that's as I've already said, I can't see them losing. But yeah, uh, and I'm I'm, go, I'm going for them by ten. Uh, okay. But yeah, okay. that that's uh, they, they beat Seattle by four, Utah by seven, San Diego by by four again. So they haven't been blowing out against other teams, uh, and it sure. is going to be hot and sticky down there. So I think that could take its toll. Yeah, I think it. I think the weather will take its toll because this is going to be a first for us to see that with them. Um, I think though that with JP Eloff missing in the back line for New Orleans, um, you know they haven't always been kicking great, and so um, you know it could be like a ten point game um, in my mind if kicking goes all right. But um, I think we might see that again as an issue for Nola. So. Um, and just to be different, I'll just go with uh, Glendale by 15. Um, so then we can have another chat about how this all went. <laughs> <laughs> or at uh, least a little bit of Twitter banter. Uh, the, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, the, uh, J.P. Eloff is a massive loss for, for New Orleans, let's be honest. Uh, yeah. And their, their kicking has been wayward over the last uh, when I watched the game two weeks ago um, I missed, I missed yeah. last week's end, weekend two weeks ago the weekend before anyway, uh, I've done a post-match reaction to them earlier in the season and yeah they're all was, over it Paul the kicking was all, <laughs> o- the kicking was all over the place uh, unfortunately and yeah JP Eloff was a big loss to them uh, unfortunately yeah. in, in that game so yeah. um, it looks like a fairly predictable weekend because we've, we've, gone for the, we've both gone for the same team in every single game so yeah well we talked it out right you know we have our reasons for thinking so um i think we're both we've both got the right teams and it's more a question of how much absolutely and i do think that first one is going to be the closest to the three uh, definitely and, uh, that should be uh I, I should be cracker between uh what is it third and fourth um in the table with fourth having home advantage uh so yeah so do, if you are going to tune into one my uh, advice would be to try and catch uh, that one which is saturday morning in new zealand time or Saturday afternoon, I, June time. Um, okay, and that's I, a good time to catch a game too. Exactly. So I will be I say I'll have Tony Ridnell, the uh, USA Eagle, uh, on all three shows with me, and then uh, Grant and Rob uh, Grant from uh, the Rugby Evangelist and uh, Rod from uh, Rugby in North uh, North yeah, Rugby Rugby in America uh, at um, okay. on Twitter. Other uh, will be also joining. Will be rotating through those three games as well. So uh, so everyone to so do do catch us on those. And um, 
Roman, thank you very much for, for coming on and giving me your, uh, your insights into these game teams. Where can people uh, hear your rugby insights normally? Yeah, so my rugby insights, if you like podcasts, you can just look up Seawolf Pod on any podcast platform. You know, Apple, iTunes podcast is great. But I also have a YouTube channel where I'm starting to do some more stuff like this because it's so much fun. Um, and that's just Seawolf Pod TV if you look it up on YouTube. So those are the two best places to find me. Or if you want to just see me bored talking about rugby throughout the day, you can go to my Twitter at Seawolf Pod. <laughs> Cool. So check out Raymond. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Check, 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 uh, yeah, check out Raymond's stuff. Uh, obviously, always up for good rugby chat. So comments down below. Hit that like button and do share this with all your friends, family, and enemies. Um, you do know they're going to want to want to listen and watch this too. Thanks for joining us, and I'll be back in what is it? Uh, yeah, an hour and about ten minutes with the All Blacks edition with Ashwin and Steve. So uh, do join us for.